Check out my DJ skills. Dad, yo, those are mad DJ skills. Hey, UCI Irvine. Bubba Bass, how low can you go? Concerned about California's drought? Well, did you know that it takes over 50 times as much water to produce a pound of beef as it does a pound of broccoli? Reducing meat consumption during this drought could dramatically reduce your water footprint. Be water wise. Get the facts about water consumption by checking out the Water Footprint Network, a consortium of scholars, civic leaders, and businesses working toward more sustainable water practices. For more information about water consumption and to calculate your own water footprint, Go to www.waterfootprint.org. This message has been brought to you by your water-conserving friends here at KUCI. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. Good evening, this is Carrie Rhodes, and I'm your host of the Parenting Hour, and I want to thank you all for tuning in on this wonderful Thanksgiving night. If you're celebrating with family and friends, we are so glad that you tuned in to hear us. And I have a very special show tonight because I brought on four of the very special people in my life. I have all my kids on air with me today, so it's going to be a great show, and we have people calling in from all over the county tonight to tell us things that they're grateful for on this Thanksgiving and I want to thank all the teachers and students that participated in our music contest. We're going to have some great shows for you next month in December. So schools from all over Orange and Irvine counties uh, applied into the show uh, with their holiday music, and we reviewed it, and we came back with our votes. And the top four schools are actually going to be joining us on air and performing here live in studio for your holiday pleasure. They're going to be bringing a lot of different types of holiday songs, so it's going to be great. So make sure you tune in all of December for this holiday-themed show. So again, tonight, thank you for joining us on air. I have my kids on studio, and uh, we're going to just go around the room and let each of them introduce themselves, and then we'll get to the show and talk about gratitude and how to bring more of that into your life. Hey, my name is Quinn. I am uh, 20 years old, and I'm currently studying here in Southern California. I have a passion for life and making it the best it can be. Hey, I'm I am 18 years old. Right now I'm studying communications at a local college and pursuing my goal of being a motivational speaker for kids. Hi, my name is Lily and I'm nine years old and I am fourth grade. Hi, my name is Freya. I am seven years old and I'm in second grade. So it's really awesome to have all my kids on air with me today. And I'd like to hear what you're thankful for with your family. So you can reach us here in the studio at 949-824-9666. So I'm going to bring it back around to my kids. Um, let's talk about some things that you're all thankful for. Quinn, what are some things you're thankful for? Hey, so uh, now that we're coming into the Thanksgiving and holiday seasons, I guess I just wanted to say a few of the things that I was personally thankful for. Um, 
I guess just some of the simple things, uh, having a bed, a house with a roof over my head, um, some clothes, you know, some of the deeper things that I guess I was thankful for was just having hope, um, hope in myself and everybody around me that, uh, we can all make it and we can all, uh, have great lives and have this sense of, uh, community beyond ourselves. That's awesome, Quinn. Thanks so much for sharing. Lily, what do you want to say that you're thankful for? Well, I'm thankful for my friends and family because whenever I stumble or fall, they're always right next to me to help me. That's very sweet. Thank you. Okay, Maya, what are some of the things that you're thankful for? Well, besides family and necessities, I could just say, honestly, the opportunities that I've had living here in Southern California, being able to go to the beach and surf, the nice weather year-round. That's awesome. Just, yeah, it, it really is. I like it down here. Great. That's cool. Well, we have uh, some people calling on air right now, so let's go to our call. Hey, who's joining us on air? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I just wanted to say I'm thankful for all the small, unappreciated beauties in the world. That's all. Thank you. Well, thanks for calling in. Where are you listening to tonight? Oh, Laguna Niguel. <laughs> oh, Laguna Niguel. Well, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate your call. Have a great evening with your family. Thank you, too. So that was nice. We got our first caller in this night on Thanksgiving, and we're just so grateful you're all joining us. And we've kind of prepared a show by looking into things to help improve gratitude for all the different ages of kids in your family. And we're going to share some of our family traditions, too. And so Maya's researched ways to help improve gratitude in young kids so take it away Maya. Yeah um, I found some interesting stuff on elementary kids so you could write thank yous after birthdays you could say things you're thankful for when you're tucking them in at night you can start a gratitude jar as well so each time you find something you're thankful for at the day you can write out a little slip of paper put it in the jar and then and then at the end of the year you can make it a new year's tradition to open that up read them all see what been thankful over the past few years that's good yeah and then one of our family traditions that we like to do is um we have this non-denominational blessing that we sing or speak about the blessing (laughs) mom's pretty excited about that one i love the blessing we we always do this when friends come over i swear like every friend we have over knows this blessing (laughs) do they not no (laughs) it's true it's true they do yeah should we should we do the blessing guys you know, we might as well. I, I think mean, we we're here. We all know it. Blessing. Okay, let's do the blessing. Wait, wait, hold on. Should we do the farmer's one? Let's do the farmer's one. Okay, let's do it. And a one, two, three. Thank you to the farmers who works in the fields, planting and harvesting the food for our meals. Thank you to the sun and rain that help the food to grow. Thank you to the sky above and the earth below. Yay, that was really nice, girls. Thank you so much. And now we're going to have brother and sister do the other one. So, Okay, so our family has this really cool other blessing we do, and we learned it from our kids at school a long time ago. It was one of the things they said before they ate. So, Quinn, Maya, you you guys want to break out the one from a long time ago? We're going way back, kindergarten. You know what I'm talking about? The blossoms? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Blossoms. Blessings on the blossom, blessings on the fruit, blessings on the leaf and stem, blessings on the root. Yes, that takes me way back. Kindergarten. I love it. So, Quinn, you had some things that you learned about 
a couple projects that you wanted to share with families. Yeah, definitely. So um, the John Templeton Foundation um, showed that successful adults are often very grateful for what they have. But what I think they really wanted us to take a look at was how uh, we incorporated gratitude in younger kids' lives. Another study conducted by uh, Berkeley showed that kids from the ages of 11 to 13 who were more grateful had better support in their personal, social, and family lives and were more satisfied with this aspect of their well-being. So those were the two studies that I looked at, and I think we should all just uh, provide gratitude to younger kids and really show them what that means. That's really cool. Well, I appreciate that. Okay, well, it looks like we have a caller coming in. Let's see who's on the line. Hey, this is Carrie Rhodes from the Parenting Hour. Who's on the line? Hey, this is Thorsten. Hey, thanks for calling in. Where are you listening from tonight? I'm listening from Kalamazoo, Michigan. I'm listening online. Oh, wow. That's great. Okay, well, um, thanks for listening so far away. Can you uh, maybe share with us something you're thankful for on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I'm actually thankful for Freeform Radio because I like this ability to of self-expression. I think it's really cool. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Well, thank you very much for uh, tuning in here to KUCI and uh, listening on air and sharing what you're thankful for. No problem. Thank you. Have a great holiday. You too. Bye-bye. All right, let's go to the phones. I see the phone ringing again. Who's this on air? Hi, my name is uh, Christopher. Christopher, where are you calling from tonight? I am actually calling from uh, Carson, California right now, actually. Wow, you got a whole big family <laughs> gathering going on there? Oh, yes, I do. It's going to be really exciting for the Thanksgiving dinner that we're doing. Very nice, very nice. Well, that'll be good. Um, what What's on the menu, and how many people you got coming? We got turkey legs, um, hopefully empanadas. That's the idea. Maybe some greens, and maybe about, mm, not even that much of us, only like 10, honestly. Yeah, it's only about 10 of us. <laughs> that, yeah, that's fine. It's not too big, yeah. but it's big enough. That's good. <laughs> well, we, we so appreciate that you're tuning in tonight, Thanksgiving, and uh, we wish your family a really nice gathering. Thanks for calling oh, in. Oh, thank you. And you too. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. That was so cool. Hey, the phone is ringing again. Let's see who's joining us on air. Hi, who do we have? Hi, this is Amira. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well. So where are you calling in this Thanksgiving evening? I'm calling from Los Angeles, California. Nice, nice. How many people you have that gathering? Um, that's actually un- uh, undetermined because uh, <laughs> I'm going over, I'm going over, my, over my boyfriend's house. Um, we're having dinner there. I'm not at my own house, so. Okay, okay. Yeah. Very cool. And what's hey. your what's your favorite things to eat on Thanksgiving? Um... Wow, that's hard. I don't have a favorite. I love everything on the table. Does that count? <laughs> it does. It does. You Great, can love thanks. everything. You can love Great. everything. All right. So <laughs> what did you want to share with the listening audience that you're thankful for? Uh, well, I'm thankful for, honestly, just, I guess, just just being here, being um, able to, to care for others. Just, I guess, having the people that you care around you, having the food on the tables amazing um mm-hmm. yeah I, I i just i love all of that and uh that, that's all you need actually isn't it that's I, all you need i think that's all we need you know food that's on the table we people we love that's all you need that's what thanksgiving's about 
Exactly. It is. <laughs> and well, that's what I love. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so glad you called. Thank you so much. Have a great uh, gathering at your boyfriend's house. Now, recognize <laughs> that this is a big thing. You're going to a boyfriend's house for a holiday. I'm just saying could be in-law we don't know this is a big oh. step <laughs> well, not, not the first time it's happened though so okay. it's been a while okay we've been there for a while so okay well that's pretty awesome well thank you so much enjoy uh enjoy the time with your boyfriend and his family and i hope you make it to all your family's rounds too and thanks for listening to us tonight and uh sharing what you're thankful for <laughs> thank you so much have a good day you too bye-bye bye and we have another caller this is very exciting hi who do we have on air Hi, this is uh, Unity, and happy Turkey Day. Happy Turkey Day. Where are you listening to from tonight? I am listening from, well, actually, I'm still on campus, but I'm close by. Oh, very cool. Very cool. So um, what are you thankful for this Thanksgiving? Oh, uh, this Thanksgiving, I'm thankful, for, excuse me, I'm thankful for the fact that I have people to be with this time around. I was traveling last time, and I was quite alone for about like maybe three years, but consecutively prior that and um whenever i got back in town it was too late everybody ate so i go hiking instead but yeah this time i'm gonna go hiking and eat with good friends and family so nice so hiking and friendsgiving very cool (laughs) yeah yeah well very cool Uh, well thank you so much um for tuning in tonight and um we wish you a great time on your hike and sharing time with friends this year and uh thanks for tuning in as well thanks love the show okay bye Well, this is proving fun. I didn't think that the phones would light up a lot tonight, but uh, people are still on campus or nearby or maybe used to tuning into the station. So people are calling in to share what they're grateful for, which is a lot of fun. And, you know, again, those that want to call in and you're tuning in, you can reach us at 949-824-9666. I'm Carrie Rhodes, your host of the Parenting Hour here at KUCI 88.9 FM. Desert landscapes and wildflowers, rolling plains and mile-high mountains of stone. It's all right here in California, in the Santa Rosa and San Jacinto Mountains. These are among our treasured national conservation lands. So go, connect with nature and safeguard them from vandalism, looting, and abuse. Visit conservationlands.org. My name's Rachel, and in eight years, I'll be an alcoholic. Kids who drink before age 15 are five times more likely to have alcohol problems when they're adults. I'll start drinking in middle school, and I'll do some things I don't really want to do. So by the time my parents talk to me about it, alcohol won't be my only problem. So start talking before they start drinking. To learn more, go to StopAlcoholAbuse.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, the Ad Council, and this station. So during our service announcements, my two oldest, Quinn and Maya, headed home with Lily and Savea, and they're going to help finish preparing the rest of the Thanksgiving meal so that when I leave the studio tonight, we can all join in together. So that's going to be great. Uh, My favorite thing, I think, is the uh, chocolate pumpkin cheesecake I made. And then the other thing is I I like sweet potatoes. I just hands down love sweet potatoes. So I think uh, a little pie, a little potatoes, I'm good. So that's what I'm looking forward to. And would love to hear from some more people about the things you're thankful for. Again, you can reach us on air at 949-824-9666. So Quinn and Maya went around the room and talked about things to improve thankfulness for younger kids and also some of the benefits of 
thankfulness or gratefulness. And I want to share some recent research on why it's important to instill gratitude in kids. And I think <clears throat> as a parent, for me, I've I've tried to do a lot of things over the years. I mean, my kids are ranging in ages from 7 to 20 now. But it's always been important for me that they feel hopeful, that they're able to see the smaller things and appreciate those in their life, you know, basically counting their blessings. And I think as we approach the holiday season, I think sometimes kids can get a case of the gimmies, right? It's like, you know what I want for Christmas? And it's like, yeah, but today's Thanksgiving, right? So I think that's natural to have that excitement and those type of things. But I also want the kids to really be able to appreciate the things that they have and be mindful about the things that they want as well. And so I've always made it a habit to have my kids really name the things that they're thankful for, uh, whether it's stuff they talk about at the end of the day or the dinner table. I think that's important. And then as a parent, I've tried to do my best to always share the things that I'm grateful for. Um, recently, before the holidays, well, way back towards summer, I, I broke my leg and it was a pretty terrible break. But there was a lot of things I was thankful for even that day. And, and they were really worried, you know, especially the little ones. And, um, you know, the big kids were worried too, but they knew I was going to heal pretty quick. And they were like, oh my gosh, and it's terrible. And your leg is broken. It's, you know, oh, I feel so bad for you. And I was like, well, you know, thanks. But, you know, here's the good news. The good news is that, you know, mom may have broken her leg, but it could have been a lot worse. Maybe the break could have been so bad I would have had surgery. So I'm really thankful that um, the break wasn't that bad and I'm thankful that somebody invented these cool crutches so that I can get around and although it's painful you know I'm gonna get better and I'm thankful that you guys care about me and you're helping me out so really sharing that for me was important and then just really taking the time to be mindful about when we when we would get the kids things so if we were at the grocery store and they're asking for tons of things and tons of things and tons of things really just say, oh, wow, what is it that you like about that? So honoring the fact that they have those desires, they want those things, but then also, you know, not getting them whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted it, because it really, in my opinion, it kind of, it doesn't give them to, to the opportunity to be grateful for the things that we get them, because if they have so much stuff, you know, every game, every, you know, everything that they're constantly wanting. And then there's so much stuff sitting around the house that there's no opportunity to appreciate it. And I think that you can uh, get a kid that ends up being bored because there's so much stuff. It's overwhelming and they just don't think of things to do. So mindful about um, kind of not having too much stuff. And another thing I've, I think we've culti cultivated over the years for the kids is that if they want something, you know, they, they have an opportunity to pitch in and earn some extra money to do it. So in our house and, um, you know, all of you have your own ways in which your kids uh, earn money or an allowance in your house. I've never paid out money for chores because in my belief, it's kids should be pitching in. You know, our job as parents is to train them and raise them to go out into the world. So you're going to learn how to sweep and you're going to learn how to mop and hand wash pots and pans and sweep up under the dinner table and cook and all these things starting at a really young age. I mean, my kids, the, the younger two are third and fourth grade and they wash all their laundry because my thinking is, guess what? If you can figure out how to plunk away on a computer or a tablet or whatever device, you can figure out how to use a washing machine. So they sort it all. They, they've learned how to get the stains out and then 
I help them get it in the washing machine, but they can start it all and I help them get it into the dryer and then they dry it and then they fold it and put it away. So if they want to do something above and beyond regular chores, say there's really something cool they want to earn, but they're out of allowance, they're welcome then to do things above and beyond their normal chores to help out. For example, um, sweeping, sweeping all the leaves or raking that up or, uh, my daughter recently offered to clean the cat box, which I was amazed about. She's like, what if I clean the cat box for $3 and then I sweep up leaves for like $2 because I only need $5. I'm like, deal. Because that's hands down if you want to do the cat box. I'm going to let you do it. Right, mom? Right, dad? <laughs> so she, she did. And she earned her $5 and she went out and got herself a, a, a new ball she wanted in the yard. Um, but the bummer thing about that was it promptly disappeared. But anyway, she did have the experience of earning the money and getting the ball. So, you know, just having your kids pitch in when they want something I think is important. Um, and I think in this technology day and age, kids don't really handwrite cards a lot. I think there's many people listening that still have their kids handwrite cards and some people say, well, you know, send an email. It's eco-friendly. It's really cool. And they can send this cool digital card. I'm still a big fan of a handwritten thank you note. So after birthday parties or if somebody does something cool for the kids, I've always thought it was really important for the kids to take the time to sit down and write the note and recognize what the person did and thank them. And so I still have my kids uh, write thank you notes and and I think that's important. It's just, it's a good tradition. I think people really still get excited when they get a card. And they're like, oh, I have mail. And that's pretty cool. Especially when it's little kids sending it to other little kids or thanking them for birthdays. They're like, oh, there's something in the mailbox for me. So that's cool. Um, and then I think another thing, another way to develop gratitude as we're talking about ways to encourage that kids is, I've always encouraged my kids to give back, whether it's through their time volunteering for things. Um, I guess, you know, the idea of it's better to give than to receive. I think I've tried to live by that philosophy. I think if there's um, a neighbor that's that's sick, you know, you bring somebody soup. If um, somebody needs help moving, you pitch in. If uh, if the local charity or uh, needs assistance, you find time or find things that you can do as a family to give back. Uh, some examples of some things that we've done last year that um, even my younger two were able to participate in is we got involved in a charity called Clothes for a Cause and you can collect clothing. And then what happens is it's reprocessed. So for manufacturers that want to use any type of textile, they can shred it down. So if the clothes are not usable, when they're given to charity, they're taken and then they're shredded down. And the amount that a manufacturer would pay per pound is then donated back to the charity. So that's pretty cool. Uh, they are uh, also here locally. So if you're looking for a fundraiser for your organization or nonprofit, you can really basically hold a clothing drive. They take all sorts of textiles, um, belts, matching pairs of shoes, anything. They, old holy socks, doesn't matter. So the good and the bad, they take it all, they sort it, and they give most of the clothes to uh, organizations that can use them. The rest is ground up and shred. And then that amount per pound is um, either whatever is donated or basically reshred is is what would that poundage amount goes to your organization. So that's, again, 
having kids give back. Uh, another thing we did was um, gave our times to shelters. We also collected money, um, set up a fund drive at their school. When the earthquake had happened, we collected money and we sent that back and, and gave that money um, to Nepal. So lots of ways that kids can get in, involved, I think, encourage them to give back and spend their time that way. Um, they don't take all their stuff in their life for granted. You know, if you have them, you know, go sing uh, for the elderly, they really understand what it's like for someone to have community. And when they see people that don't have community, they think, wow, that's really important to spend time with other people. Uh, if they're giving clothes, they're really more mindful about what they pay for and what they have for their own clothing. And um, my kids have always given back their clothing. And so they'll say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm done with the shirt. It doesn't seem to fit me anymore. Let's give this to some other kids that need it. And so they're really mindful of that. Uh, I think the other thing as a parent is when you're teaching gratitude, I think I think a really key thing, and, and maybe um, I'm a glass, glass full kind of gal, and this is the way I work, but I think that it's really important to teach gratitude in the sense that sometimes things are not going to work out. And sometimes it's not always about the circumstances, really more about the perspective. And so it's tempting to just sit around and feel bad about things when they don't work out. But I've always asked the kids, well, what's the flip side of that? Okay, this piece didn't work out, but what did work out? Because in any given situation, there's a, a positive and a negative, and it really is where we p put our perspective. But if you can find some positive things in your negative, then you start to really feel blessed because you realize that things aren't all terrible. It's not this dim outlook. Things could always be worse. And I think that's a really true way to instill gratitude in kids is, is finding that hope or that positive in the moment. So those are the things that I recommend for instilling gratitude that I've researched over the years and this is kind of coming off the cup but it's just things that I've done with my kids is um, again helping them find the things that they're grateful for being grateful as a person uh, being mindful about their possessions so they don't have so much stuff that they just keep wanting more and more and they can't be appreciative of what they have uh, having them help out when they want things around the house sending thank you cards um, um, encouraging them to give back their time or giving back as a family and then really finding some of those positive things and things to be grateful for even when things don't work out so that we can really teach kids to be resilient and you know look for things that they may not have seen originally so those are my my big teaching things on gratitude this Thanksgiving night and I haven't mentioned the things that I'm thankful for but I'm just so above and beyond thankful for my family and friends. Uh, there's been some health challenges I had this year that I was able to overcome. And just that to me is a, a higher source of gratefulness and thankfulness to be able to overcome some of these health challenges and be where I am. And thankful for the opportunities where I live in this beautiful community and wonderful neighbors and uh, my children's education and really this ability to feel hopeful in my life. I, I've always been a very hopeful person. I've been a very positive person. And uh, I'm also thankful to get to be here on air with all of you and offer shows and programs that hopefully are empowering to your family and educating and inspire you and 
and really help you to have a thriving life. So I thank you so much for tuning in. You've been listening to the Parenting Hour. I'm your host, Carrie Rhodes, here at 88.9 FM KUCI in Irvine. And thank you again for tuning in this wonderful Thanksgiving. And uh, my show's out of time, and I'm going to hightail it home for that sweet potatoes and that chocolate pumpkin cheesecake. So thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful, safe holiday. listening to KUCI 88.9 FM Irvine playing underground music since 1969 follow us on Twitter at KUCI FM or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash KUCI 88.9 this way you can be the first to know when we will be giving away tickets to your favorite concerts festivals and events you can also call in 949-824-5824 to make a special request. KUCI, a community supporting the artistic creativity of all.